<laughs> what up, Kev? What's going on, man? Aloha. <laughs> it's on, yo. It's on, man. It's, it's about to happen. Oh, man. You know what I mean? That that fresh tropical breeze just cleared up all of my congestion. <laughs> yo, yeah, how are you um having allergies right now with the with the humidity in the air? I guess I, it's pretty humid right now. Yeah, you know, I've been on this earth way too long to not have any sense of what times of year or climate conditions or any other logical sort of external factors trigger my allergies. All I know is that when I have them, I'm not thinking about why. I'm just thinking about how can I get it to stop. It's really, I've never, yeah. My wife's been trying to get me to go to a, like an actual allergist. Yeah. Ever since I've known her. Before we were married, she's been trying to get me to go. And I'm like, no. What, you're like, what's the point? I, well, I went you. when I was a kid. My mom took okay. me when I was a kid. Because I did have, you know, I was like allergic to to some dogs and stuff like that, and I, I think it was worse when I was a kid. Um, and I would imagine that in the five hundred and seventy two years since that time, the technology, <laughs> the advancements have come a long way. But I remember them sticking pins in my back, like you know, they had like things that no, it, no, 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 no. This was a test. So they had different allergens that were, um, uh, I see. you know what I mean? Each of these little needles was, and I don't know if they were needles. They look like needles to me, but I was super young. So it was, it was kind of scary too. You know, they were uh, each, I guess, infected with these or coated with these these different allergens, plants, animal, dander, whatever, right? And they stuck it, stuck those things in my back. <laughs> Like a lot of them. <laughs> and now thinking back, I'm like, how could you think that, like, say you hit the one that actually causes a reaction. How would you know if that's the one? Because you have them all right, right next to ones. each other on my back. Yeah. 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 That's, that's why, that's why I don't believe in science anymore. <laughs> So you you don't have any clue whatsoever, like what what triggers it at all? Like, I mean, I know if it's windy, I'm gonna, you know, it's like, oh, okay, this is I'm in for it or whatever. Yeah, I just go through the. I have now a logical prof- pro- progression of treatment, which is sniffle a lot and blow my nose, which drives my father in law crazy. Because I <laughs> I don't you don't realize how much you sniffle unless until you sniffle around someone who hates oh, yeah. it. Which everyone should hate it. Um, should they? I do it enough should just on this podcast. Ah, I don't know. But he hates it. But he doesn't say anything, which I'm like, God, that's so that's so cool of him. They're not. <laughs> like when it gets bad, I know when it's bad because he'll be like, oh, my allergy's really bothering you. I'm like, God, you're so nice. Because I know he just wants to say, Man. shut the f- <laughs> Yeah. My father-in-law borders on that. <laughs> so I go from hey, that. You- snuffling blowing my nose then i then then maybe i'll um if i'm really smart i used to take benadryl way too much which is which is damn near like it's the closest i've come to like overdosing on scissor like just (laughs) way too much benadryl 
but it knocks me out and i know that so i can't just do it in the middle of the day like i have to plan Mm -hmm. an Mm -hmm. evening where i'm not trying to stay up to do anything yeah, or whatever. It, 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 literally, like an evening with Benadryl. Yes. Yeah, so I popped that Benadryl, drink like a fifth of, of uh, Jameson. No. <laughs> <laughs> and go to sleep on the airplane. Yeah, okay. No, that, and, but the ultimate is, is when, uh, when you know it's real is when the neti pot comes out. Hey. That's when things are going. Yeah. Now, I... um. My mother is a fan of Nettie. I am not. I am. Mm. I. I tried it once and was like, "Yo, no, never again. I'm done." Guantanamo I can't do it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I just waterboarded myself. I didn't commit no crime. Not part of no <laughs> no government organization from anywhere else. <laughs> Yet I still feel like it's going Think- down. It actually triggers me now. I mean, it triggered me before, but now after using that neti pot, now when I see scenes in movies where they're waterboarding, I like, uh-huh. I'm like, okay, I partially know that sensation. It's horrible. <laughs> you know, the, the cold-blooded <laughs> thing about it that I realize every time I do it, which again, is not that often because I don't particularly love it either. And I'm freaked out by getting like brain worms or whatever the hell, all the things that they tell you can happen. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, is that by the time it gets that bad... In order for it to work, the water has to pass through your nasal passages. Mm-hmm. In order for anything to pass through your nasal passages, including air, your nasal passages can't be completely clogged up. Right. Therefore, it's dumb. Yeah, because then they're yeah they're they're completely closed by the time you use them. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So yeah. maybe um maybe I need to adjust my uh, my approach. Your neti pot game. Your neti pot game. I have to do yeah preemptive um, neti pot. Well, I I uh you know I feel for you. I hope you feel better soon, man. I um since the pandemic, knock on wood, my my fall allergies have not happened. Ooh. Now, yeah, I, I'm not sure what happened. I'm not sure if it was, you know, something in the air that I just kind of caught and my allergies were. We're with it. I'm not sure. But since the pandemic, I haven't, the last couple of years, I haven't really hit those. They've hit, but they ain't hit like they used to hit. Oh, I mean, you should I, remember, like, back in the day, man. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to, I was done. Like, we had, it was a week. It was like a was like, support group. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's interesting because I had, I, I actually, oh, I forgot to tell you, I met somebody who, who lives in your complex. And what she oh. told me, was that she has really bad allergies. And what she does is she wakes up at 6.30 every morning and she uses a leaf blower to get rid of all the pollutants. Yeah, well, they, she blows them right into the window, which maybe that's maybe that's helping me. Like, I'm just I'm becoming more immune to them because she's blowing them window. Yo, um, what's funny about it is, like, I'm, I'm, I'm old now, right? So, like, now I, I really understand when a season is about to change. So, I was walking outside the other night, and I walked back in, and I'm like, Sarai, fall is coming. Because I felt the <laughs> felt the, the wind, just, like, looking at the leaves. Like, oh, it's, it's on the way, right? And I'm like, yo, how old are you right now? You know Lame I mean? of Thrones. <laughs> basically. Basically. Big facts. Winter slipped. <laughs> fall is um, coming. 
Yo, speaking of which, man, or speaking speaking of, uh, well, really, actually, just kind of changing, switching gears entirely. I do want to, because we have a kind of list of things to promote. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I gotta tell you about my weekend, by the way. But oh yeah, snapback luau, Kev. Word. In your former snapping grounds. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yo, we got snapback luau going down. That's uh Sahara uh sandbar so this is at 21601 pacific coast highway in huntington beach come check us out snapback luau featuring b-stang ever ready icy ice myself uh remark it's gonna be it's a lot of it's all of us is gonna be rocking it's gonna be a great time man it's outdoor one to seven you know what i mean drinks will be flowing it's probably like we we getting right towards that edge of the last little bit of sunny weekends that we might Mm -hmm. possibly get i was out in the south bay this last this uh this Sunday, and it was like, all right, well, you know, we almost done with this this sun, yo. So, so yeah, that, man, that's come this, out this weekend. That is this Saturday, okay. Snapback Luau, uh, Sahara Bar, Huntington. That's twenty one six zero one Pacific Coast Highway, in Huntington Beach. Come check us out. And if wow. you can't make it during the day, Kev, uh huh, you got a second shot. You got another chance. Oh, okay, you can make your way up to Fullerton. To Snapback Live at Bourbon Street Bar and Grill in downtown Fullerton is right next is right in the same place as Spaghetti Factory and Hopscotch. If you're familiar with the area, you know it. Bourbon Street Bar and Grill is going down. Snapback. I'm going to be there. So you got two chances to party this Saturday. Come kick it with us. Wow. So you're going hard this weekend. Man, now this is how it goes down. Like, I. Right. So yeah, y'all come out, check out, uh, at snapback underscore live on Instagram for all information, addresses, etc. Right there. Yo. Friday. Snapback. Okay. Uh LA. Snapback downtown LA. Pretty, pretty dope. It was a dope night. It's cracking. This, this Happy past birthday Friday. on my Virgos. This past Friday. Yep. Word. Saturday. Had to work serving food um at a casino night. Uh, for so my daughter's team parents, I had to volu- I was a volunteer parent, mm-hmm. so they had a casino night at the um, it's like sort of Japanese cultural center around the way in my neighborhood or whatever. So I was serving mm-hmm. food. I was not the uh, I was the only black person, but you know, I wasn't the only person serving food, so it wasn't like indentured <laughs> servitude. So. <laughs> Well, that's I, good. Then I had to do snapback that night. So five to seven, work the joint. Then snapback that night. Like, I don't even, like, the last five minutes of that drive home at 2.30 in the morning was like. Wow. <sighs> struggled. And then I had to get up and take my daughter to, uh, my youngest daughter, to her basketball game. Okay. Out in uh, Torrance. Wow. So, yeah, quite a weekend. Quite a weekend. So to my neighbor Julio, man, I could not drink with you this weekend <laughs> because it was super active. Oh man, it was quite a weekend. But great time all around. And um yeah, man, it was fun. It was fun, man. Word up. Yeah. Man. yeah. I didn't do What's up with you this the- past weekend. Nothing at all, man? Well we had we had we've had a few pretty packed weekends, so we finally were like, nah. Okay. Uh uh-uh. uh. None of those. Now Young's Young Dakota, I know. Like I think I mentioned this last week. I know you're into tennis in the house, or you watch mm-hmm. tennis. 
Mm-hmm. So does she have any interest in in any of that playing sports, or would it, you know, or not? Not really. We're, we're gonna see how these next couple years go, though, because I mean, but she's, you know, we we've gone. I've taken her out to uh, a tennis court to play mm-hmm. a couple times, but that's that's about it. Um, yeah, just casual. She wasn't. She was like, whatever. <laughs> but um, but yeah, she's. We'll we'll see. I don't know. Because I want to say she's bookish, but I don't know if that's what it is. She's interested in chess. She joined the chess team this year. Ooh. So, so that'll Ooh. be. She's all already pretty pretty much can consistently whoop my ass. So, really, yep, yep. So we'll see how she develops. That is they have kind of like an game. informal chess team, but their chess team at her school is has evidently been really good. Like they were. You know, the the seventh and eighth grade is really really good, so we'll see how it goes. Nice, nice. Yeah. What is your position on forcing your kids to play sports or participate in in you know activities of that nature? Not it doesn't have to be sport. It could be chess. Like if she's like, I want to quit the chess team. Are you like, nah, you got to see this through? Or are you like, mm, whatever? Like, how do you feel about that? Um, I'd probably push it to, you know, finish at least one year. I've always, I I definitely think that playing a team sport is an important thing, you know, being part of some kind of a team. But I think, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if you're, like, if you're, if you like sports, um, I think you probably just naturally gravitate to it and hopefully learn how to be a good member of a team. But I think it's especially important for children who don't particularly like sports. Cause it's like, you know, you may never <laughs> do this for the rest of your life. And we talk, you know, I talked trash last week. I'm like, like, I don't want, and I, I'll be sexist a little bit. Like I, you know, obviously I have a, 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 a guy's perspective um, and, and, and the, the history of a, a young man, um, who was made to play, you know, some team sports. And I, it's not like I didn't want to, but I didn't always love it. Like there were definitely times I was like, no, I don't want to get do something that. else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I would never want her to be one of those people who, you know, has never participated in an activity like that and then wants to criticize the, um, you know, what other yeah, people the, are the, doing in, in, in the same situation. Cause it's like, cause there's a, it's not just a cooperative aspect, but also like a leadership aspect to it, you know, and also knowing how to be a, you know, a good soldier, I guess, or whatever, when, when the time yeah. comes for that, you know what I mean? So. Sure. Um, sure. I know. would say this, my, my, my take on this is this. So I played my, my, me playing sports basically taught me how to just be comfortable being bad at things. Right. Like I, <laughs> I, I was, you know, really wasn't a great, wasn't great at baseball. That was my father's sport baseball oh, and okay. golf and I wasn't okay. good at either one right so oh, I didn't know your dad golf okay some, yeah yeah uh, avid golfer very good and um, I didn't pick up the sport at all either one so skipping ahead to basketball which I was very good at when I was young but stopped playing in high school da, 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 right so what I've learned over the years is to just be comfortable doing things from a hobby perspective right mm-hmm 
right? And being able to go out and participate, be part of something, and then being like, I disconnect from it. Using these things is like a... what is what am I trying to say? Like there, like sort of like therapy, right? You go play ball, you kind of get this, get focused on something that isn't your daily problems, and try not to take it so seriously that it becomes <laughs> a problem, right? Right. Like blowing your knee out for no damn reason when you damn near fifty years old is is ridiculous, <laughs> right? Um, but I more understand. I understand my parents now more than ever. Hmm. You know what I mean? Well, that's good. Because I totally get, like, no, you got to finish this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And back when I was young, it was just like, why are you so serious about it? But now I'm like, no, you don't understand. Whatever this obstacle, you have to finish this Mm -hmm. so that you can say. And I know that we have this, um, we're part of the, the, the sort of, I don't know. I would say the last line of the the, the um, meathead generations of people who were like, oh, with participation trophies or whatever. But if you are around little kids mm-hmm. and you want them to be good at sports, then winning is not the thing you should be focused on. Winning is for the parents. Right. Well, which You sucks. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which, it sucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. What, all the winning is for the parents. The, 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 the value... And I've coached. The value is them learning. And what happens is if a kid is really good at eight and they're developing these bad habits in sports, I'm kind of on a tangent here, but I'll bring it back in a moment. A coach that's focused on winning will not correct those bad habits because whatever is helping them win. Mm, right? Mm-hmm, uh-huh, yeah. But a coach that's focused on focusing on developing is going to want to make well-rounded, competent, athletes right i think that's what turn ki- turns kids off and i think that's where parents go wrong with keeping them in it you know what i'm saying because it's not fun right right any it, it becomes less fun when you're not great at it you're not relied upon and it's the most serious thing in the world to your mother or father like so i don't know i caution to parents out there like you know when they're as young as my youngest is eight years old, like man, just this fun is the most primary part of this all. It's not absolutely, you know, absolutely yeah. go out, have fun, touch grass, um, be around other kids your age, and that's another thing that's that, that that's why your question gave me pauses because the last few years have been, you know, the pandemic happened right after we moved out here, moved back out here, yeah. and and but for her, for my kid, moved out here. And my wife. And then we're stuck, right? And it's like, so it wasn't like she could even Zoom with anybody that was down the street or whatever. Um, (laughs) So it'll be interesting to see how the next few years develop because middle school is going to be a whole new sort of thing for her. And she's a little bit reserved as it is. Um, But yeah, it's absolutely about having fun. You know, I, I would, you know, like I hear people talk like, in interviews or whatever, talking about their parents, you know, one or, or both of their parents and the kind of inspirational things that they were taught in these big sayings. My dad was not that dude. I was just thinking about this earlier today. He's not that dude. You know, it's not like I'm going to have a book of great inspirational things that my dad told me, you know. But 
I can definitely remember the things that left an impression on me. Like, right. like, you know, cause every team I was on, there was like, you know, several parents that would come out and, and, uh, and help out. And I always definitely, he never shied away from on the drive home being like, why, why are they acting like this? I can tell they've never played the game competitively. You know what I mean? And I was just like, and I, and I, at the young age, I was like, that made an impression on me. I was like, and can I, you know, my, my dad's a, a, um, you know, fairly coordinated dude. My brother definitely got that from him. I would love to think that I got it in some kind of way, but I don't know that I did. You know what I mean? And looking back at any sport that I played, whether it's, you know, uh, up until high school and then during high school, especially when it's a little bit more competitive or whatever. It's like most of the coaches, I think they were just nice to me because I showed up and I worked my ass off. Like, yeah, it wasn't that I was I particularly think good. <laughs> I think that, I mean? that ends up mattering more though in the long run. Yeah. Like, right. Like that, that trait, um, ends up being kind of one of the most valuable things to take from it. Unless, unless you're, you know, exceptional. Right, right. I mean, not unless, but if you're exceptional, then there's there's a chance to go do even more with the sport. But if, you, right. if you're going to stop after whatever the next level is, eighth grade or, t- or 12th grade or whatever, just learning to show up and and leave it all on the floor, right? Yeah. Leave it all on the field is, I think, the most important thing. And, yeah, I don't know how we became how this show became like Rap Sucks Radio Parent Rap Parent <laughs> Rap Sucks Radio Parenting, but but yeah. Anyway, yo, Kev, let's get to the other side. We got some stuff to talk All about, right. yo. You ready? Yeah. All right, let's go. Rap Sucks Radio. Blah 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 blah. What up, y'all? You were live on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy, Trek Life, and your fam, Kev Sakota. What up? Yo, thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you would like to catch past episodes of our show, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. And if you would like to catch us on social media, you go to Instagram at Rap Sucks Radio or Facebook, RSR Podcast. We are right there. Check us out. We put up pictures. Very rarely video, but sometimes video of the, the last topic you can check in. And look, if you want to challenge us on some type of opinion, right, there's your, there's your comment section to holler at us. Now, there's no guarantee we're going to respond back, but you can try it. You can try I'm it. all for it. Go you for try. it. So, Rap Sucks Radio on Instagram, RSR Podcast on Facebook. All right, Kev. I, I want to note one thing because you, you mentioned it uh, in between the segments. It, it should be noted, and I keep trying – I have to – so it's, it's funny, right? Because basketball is is the sport my my daughter is playing now, and I'm like, my wife is the the one. Mm-hmm. She's the one who has all the basketball accolades. Played D one, like you know what I'm saying. Like I was like, I quit in ninth grade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. And so the parents are always like, Wait, How come really? She's I'm not like, coaching. Yeah. Well, I think there's something about. Being, it's like I couldn't coach rapping if, gotcha. if there was a thing, right? Yeah. I was I was relatively good at it, so it's just hard, like, to see somebody struggle to get it 
right. So I think <laughs> I'm gonna give her a pass on that and say, sure, sure. When you're really good at things, it's kind of hard to watch people not be good. You know what I mean? <laughs> so me, on the other hand, like I, I wasn't super. I mean, at 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 that takeoff teenage age, I wasn't super great by the time tenth grade hit. Mm-hmm. So I, I know what it's like to be, you know, like at the park and not be the best person at the park. Sure. You know what I mean? So anyway, all right, let's get to these topics real quick. Yo, so episode title: <laughs> The Vape Crusaders. Kevin, right. you vaped? Yo. God. Um. Wait, what state am I in? Yes. <laughs> Long time. Well, do you remember those those um, ceramic boxes that um, would heat up the uh, item you were smoking, and then they had long tubes sticking out of it? This is like old school vape. This is not like oh yeah 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 sort of like the sort of like hookah, but not really hookah. Is that what right? You're right, about? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I still have that thing somewhere. It's probably in my garage or whatever. But um, yeah, no, yeah. I've retired though. I'm <laughs> retired <laughs> vape crusader. How about you? <laughs> yeah, man, I um it can't not my thing. Yeah, it always not seemed my thing. It it seemed interesting, but then like I stopped smoking everything before my my kid was was born. Yeah. And then when I and then vaping in its current form took off so quickly that when I saw people doing it, like when I was DJing or whatever, it just nothing has gone from zero to douchey so quickly as vaping. <laughs> oh my god, right? Yeah. It really, you know, tries it might to not be douchey. It's come on. Yeah, with the goofy blow it up in the straight up in the air. Like I'm just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> God, what a dweeb. Doesn't that defeat the whole purpose? Entirely. Entirely. <laughs> but it's it's a it's a kind gesture, but it you know, you still look like a dweeb. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. Topic number one is titled Uh Sip the Juice. She got enough to go around. Yo, the reason for this is Lord, is it Bobear? But uh yeah, Bobert. Bobert? Okay. Lauren Bobert was escorted out of Beetlejuice. <laughs> over reports of rude behavior. And this was for this NPR, her post, uh, NBC.com, players players involved with Lauren, Lauren Bobert, the luckiest vape bro fans, uh, the luckiest vape bro and fans of the art. So check it out. U.S. Representative Lauren Bobert of Colorado was removed from a Denver theater doing a performance of Beetlejuice. The so musical. This, the, the musical. All right. Uh, surveillance video shows uh, Bobert and a man being confronted by security guards and later being escorted out. The incident uh, report mentioned confrontations with the staff where statements like, do you know who I am, were made. I, I love that one. No. it's yeah, always a good one. Who knows who the their U.S. representative is? Like, no one knows <laughs> who you are. Just bottom line. <laughs> They had a better chance of knowing me than you. One hundred percent facts. Like, oh yeah, my, you know, it's just I saw that dude on Instagram once. Like, no one knows. It, a government official should know. The answer to that is no. We don't know who you are. I want to know any time in the history of the world 
where that's produced the result that you thought it was going to produce. That line. <laughs> like, that question. No one's – it's never produced what you thought. No one's been like, oh. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Now that you mention it. U.S. Now representative. That you, now that you ask the question in such a conciliatory tone, of course I know who you are. You would have a better chance of like Sesame Street, the Sesame Street bill coming and explaining what you do. <laughs> right? Like, not only do you know who I am, it's like, I am U.S. representative. The average American is like, what does a U.S. representative do again? <laughs> like, I don't know what my representative do. Who knows? Well, I know what she did. All right. Check it out. <laughs> Surveillance video shows buried in a man being fronted. Blah, blah, blah. Right, so it says, per the Huffington Post, a pregnant woman. Who sat behind Bobert uh, said the lawmaker was vaping, singing loudly, and taking long videos during the show. After complaining, the woman claimed Bobert insulted her. Hmm. Um, Bobert's campaign manager, Drew Sexton, responded, I can confirm the stunning and salacious rumors. In her personal time, Congresswoman Lauren Bobert is indeed the supporter of the performing arts. Gasp. Did he put that gasp in there? Yeah, oh yeah. I I'm pretty did. sure he did. Right. Yeah. He said uh Bobert appreciates the Buell Theater Theater's strict enforcement of their no photos policy and only wishes the Biden administration could uphold our border laws so thoroughly and vigorously. Look at that. Look at that shot. <laughs> Got the shot. Shots, right. Just shoehorn yeah. that shot right He's, in there. That dude, that thing is strong. <laughs> that is a ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag. <laughs> <laughs> she struggled to get that in there, boy. Man. All right, Kev, take it away, man. Yeah, so, uh, and I, you know what? I've tried to ignore her as much as possible, but she's difficult to ignore. She got elected um, not too long ago and is one of the, 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 the cornier, nuttier people in uh, the mm-hmm. House of Representatives. I have never thought to even ask, but I Googled how old she is. Mm-hmm. Um, which shouldn't say anything. I think there's a 24-year-old, the youngest uh, elected member of the House of Representatives who's an uh, incredibly uh, thoughtful person. Uh, so let's not make age a complete issue. But, you know, she's you know, she's born in 86. She's odds. 36 years old. She's a little, she's, you know, she's a little bit on the young side for yeah. uh, a congressional, you know, governmental body that's, basically consists largely of ghosts um <laughs> and i guess she decided to go to the, the i mean none of this is the part that makes her a pain in the ass but uh she went to the theater and just acted like a complete the only thing she could have done worse is probably take the videos on an ipad oh my gosh she's not old enough for that <laughs> She was not old enough. I was at a wedding, and, uh, and uh, when the iPads went up, I was like, oh, oh. uncle. Yeah. That's, Yo, bro. That's, that's, that's big. That's big grandpa energy. <laughs> that is big grandpa. That is somebody's great. You are you are a great. You are not a regular grandpa. You somebody great uncle or somebody great aunt at that point. But people are just unloading on this lady because she, she's a jerk. And, you know, mm-hmm. she's, she's sort of a trolley person. You know, whenever she's on TV, um, while you know Congress is in session and out, but um, she is 
so so now people are just dunking on her left and right because she I think her husband recently filed for divorce. So she's out at this thing with a, a new dude. They're they're playing grab ass in the dark of the theater or whatever, which was by the way, all caught on video. You know, listen. Wow. I, I say this in a bipartisan fashion. If you're in the dark at the theater and you know, you wanna play a little Little, you know, little get a little hands. handsy, yeah, yeah. You know, do a couple hand to hands. Just, just, <laughs> it don't matter. You know, everybody needs love and affection. You know, <laughs> I'm all for that. But you okay. don't got to be a jerk to everybody around you. And then she's vaping, and then there's a, you know, there's a a, a lady who's who's pregnant behind her who's like, I don't particularly <laughs> enjoy that. And the lady probably yeah. wouldn't have liked it if she wasn't pregnant. I mean, it's kind of a jerk move to, you know, in a closed yeah, space. But in the theater. But anyway, yeah. So she's she got kicked out, and and yeah, ran the. Uh, Do you know who I am? Mm. <laughs> when she no. Was walking up. No one even knows. The one. Yes. The funny thing is that I I actually didn't even talk to my wife about this. So obviously not because of my. Uh, bona fides, but because of uh, my wife's profession, we end up getting with the good fortune of being able to go to a lot of performances, a lot of great things that I wouldn't see if if uh, you know she was not in this position. Um, and I'm I'm about to show show her all of this stuff and just be like, listen, you keep buying pillows next time we go. <laughs> Uh, this is how we, this is how this ends up. This is how this story ends. I, um, so this is, this is, I, I I was trying to shoehorn this in. Um, I've been, I've been binge watching Law and Order. So when I read this story, (laughs) right? Like I I, I I love how you decided to binge watch a show that's been on since like the stone ages. This, which listen, which one like Law and Order standard? The, or are you going for the one of the variants? Regular one. I'm, nope. I'm, oh, okay. I'm not in the see it. Not no not, remixes. I, no remixes, yo. I'm straight okay. Jack McCoy and the crew. Oh wow. Uh, okay. That's the goal. And, and here's the funny thing. Like that's like um, '90s Law and Order. That's '90s era yeah. Law and Order. You YouTube doesn't have the uh, season one and two, so I got to download those. Like and, and figure out. I got to find them right oh, so I can watch right. seasons one and two because I got to watch the whole thing. Yeah, nah, look, I'm not gonna lie on this show. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm lying. Maybe I'm not. Come and get me. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I got to figure out how to get them so I can watch them, right? And uh, I'm like, yo. So, side note, before I get to my point, yo, would I have bought this box set like back? In the- I would have bought the box set if this wasn't it. If You're we so weren't weird. in this age. I would have totally bought the Law and Order box set. Anyway, <laughs> I can't even lift the Law and Order box set. You need to get Yo, like 20, three forklifts to, to to handle the Law and Order box set. Twenty two seasons, greater than Jay's twenty two twos. Like this, <laughs> this twenty two seasons of, or probably maybe more. I don't know. Twenty two on uh, per uh, YouTube TV. Anyway, so I immediately like went to that like you know how they have those episodes with the high-ranking person that is acting bad, you know what I'm saying? So, in my mind, she also murdered somebody. Like, I don't know why I can't, and I can't back out of it for some odd reason. 
Like, I hmm. know it's it's. So I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop here. Like, not only the, you know that the the pregnant lady is going to end up missing, and I'm waiting for this. This is what I'm waiting for now. So that's, that's how weird this has all gotten for me. She tried to strangle that dude's crotch. It's about, <laughs> it's about the most violent that I think it got. <laughs> You know, they, if she smokes, she what? Like, isn't there supposed to be a, hey. it's a statement about that? Just <laughs> blow it up in the air. <laughs> so, nah, all jokes aside, I mean, I don't know. Like, all right, this is wild. Like, come on, man. And I, I'm going back to this again. N- nobody knows who you are. <laughs> It, this is the United States, my dear. People yeah. don't even know what you do. Yeah. They, well, they don't even know who they voted for. They was like, oh, I don't know. And then yeah. it was you. And, and so, yeah. the only thing that separates her from most of the other people in the House of Representatives who would probably would have said the same thing, do you know who I am, who have, in many cases, led a life of failed attempts at... Uh, Success, which who among mm. us hasn't? <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then found found a platform, you know, where they they are uh, stars on um, stars of C-SPAN. <laughs> now that's perhaps gone to their head, and they decide to take it out on the patrons of Beetlejuice the Musical. Um, <laughs> Beetlejuice the Musical. Yeah. Which, if you're gonna have a musical, oh, you gotta yeah, make it really? about Beetlejuice. <laughs> Oh man, Kev, they're bringing back old stuff, right? Beetlejuice the musical, oh, all this, right? Uh-huh. One of the other parents was like, "You know what I heard on K Earth One Hundred One yesterday? K Earth One Hundred One, <laughs> Kev." Well, you know, Hell you know your OG. I think you have to say that now, like just to show. That's just like. That's just like making sure see. that they could see that that bulge under your coat right at your waist. Just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just to let them know that you mean business. You gotta say K Earth One Hundred One. That's K Earth One Hundred One. Yeah, like no, nah, I'm not. I'm not messing around. It's K Earth One Hundred One FM. You can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't, yeah. you can't just say K Earth. K Earth One Hundred One. So I've been. I'm. We switching topics. I'm done with this stupid woman. Oh. <laughs> Yo. So. He said he heard Brotherhood Creed hell of a. This mess K- Wait, is that K- what K-Earth is doing now? Yo, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I've been turning to K-Earth. Uh-huh. I've been listening to K-Earth for the last whatever amount of years. Don't judge me. I hate y'all too. But it's been bothering me because it's like 80s pop slash rock, right? Like, so I'm still... It's not like when I used to listen to Carrots with my dad and Doc right. of the Bay would come on on a yeah. regular basis. Yeah. That's, that like era was gone, right? Temptations are like Sha-na-na yeah. or some shit like yeah, that. Exactly. Uh, Barbara Ann or or Come On Irene, right? Now it's Come On Irene, but it's like the the 80s version, right? Yeah. So, or, um, so I still haven't felt super old yet, uh-huh. right? Because it's like the Eagles – Okay. Or whatever, right? So I'm still like, all right, I'm still I'm still good. Aha and all that. Like I'm like, I was still a little kid. Bro, if they start doing Brotherhood Creed, it's it's a rap. You know it's who a rap. Need, you know who we need to get? Who was that? Whose reaction we need to get on that? 
is the uh, esteemed oh, uh, DJ of Brotherhood DJ. Creed. Yeah, yeah, my guy, man. <laughs> Red Matic, okay. That's right. No. <laughs> I wonder Uncle if he Red. when I call him that. <laughs> I call him by his old DJ name. What's his old DJ name? On that, oh, for Brotherhood Creed, his name was DJ Nazzy Pops. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You call him that? That's messed up. On, on case, no, you know what I do? I don't call him that often, maybe once or twice, but I call him Babu when I see him because they always get confused. <laughs> always confuse themselves. Whenever I see Babu, I call him Red Matic. Whenever I see Red, oh, I call him man. Babu. I'm does like, he, oh, is that does Babs? He, does he go in on you? Because to this day, if yes. I show up, Rhett, actually, it's only been like the last like five years that I think Rhett is just slowed down just barely enough to where he can't have, he does not have the en- time or energy to think of a short joke or think of something to, 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 to throw my way. Maybe, maybe our relationship has gone a bit more formal than I would like to believe. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Rhett, Rhett and Mark Love, if they see you, you getting fired. Like it, it's, it's, there's no. Oh, I just caught one from from Mark the other day. <laughs> <laughs> just randomly. I haven't seen him in years, and I saw. It's just like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Mark is. You always know you're gonna get it because he he oh, starts yeah. off. Look at this guy. That's exactly <laughs> what he starts off with, and then you're like, all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. If they if they if they start this, like if I hear the choice is yours on KRX one hundred and one, and if there's nobody in the car, I'm driving directly off the freeway. That's the end. I'm done. You're gonna I'm, hear. I'm, um, what are what are the good? I don't think choices yours would make it. Let's see. Let's let's figure this maybe. out. What's the playlist? No, I, think, I think I think we're talking more like Paperboy Diddy. I think that's a Diddy kind of, that's, might that's make where it. we're going. Um, yeah, I mean, if Hell of Us on there, then Diddy, yeah. Diddy would make it. Yeah. Sure, I think but really, so. like, you don't know. You don't think the choices yours would make it? Maybe hip hop. I think hooray. Can't Touch This would be like on there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. it all sounds ice, horrible. Ice, ice Ice Baby. <laughs> ice Ice Baby definitely is on there. That's that's without even saying. Right? <laughs> that 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 goes without saying. Period. Oh. Um, I love how we love to talk about how great our era of hip hop was, and then we just came up with five reasons why it. Right no outside of this to, or that. No offense to Nazzy Pops. <laughs> Hell of a was the jam, but uh, but oh, if you went to an Asian party and you didn't hear Hell of a, you were not at an Asian party. Shout out to Cerritos All Stars. That is the theme song for Cerritos All Stars party. <laughs> But I mean, Cerritos, right? But still, it was like, God dog, <laughs> y'all finna play this joint. Is that the seventh time in, in three hours? Like, that's crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, all right, let's get to the next one, man. Topic number two, title. This story was written by Rap Sucks Radio's AI, large, large, large language model. All right. Okay, that's right. Here we go. Two, uh, reason at two million. Wedding nightmare in Aspen due to audio malfunction, right? $2 million wedding nightmare in Aspen due to audio function. Lawsuit says, sources Mercury News, the players of all the rich parents, the couple formerly known as Ariel Spencer and Caleb Hodge, and Nelly. Speaking of care. Hot in here. Classics. Wait, no, it would it would be uh, country grammar. It would be country that grammar. Would be, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I have, by the way, to all the listeners out there, I have reconciled my issues with Nelly. I'm, I'm actually okay now. I'm fine. Oh, That's you're just I'm tired doing. of get, catching it. You, you're no, no, you're no, trying to. No, more else. Oh, you, this is no not. Else. Whatever. I'm good now. Jedi it's, mind it, trick. Y'all, accept, y'all have skilled. accepted it. You guys no. have accepted him. So I've, I'm like, fine. I, I'm, you know, I'm in with the in crowd. I go where the in crowd goes. Another KRT101 classic. I see what you're trying to do. It's not going to work. You're still going to show up. And when you show up, that's when Nelly will drop. Much to your Damn. continued dismay. Don't I, worry the, about it. The greatest thing about emceeing, <laughs> uh, especially a snapback, but in general now, is whenever someone plays Nelly, they give me like the, you know, the, what's his name? Chris whatever. Chris Hemsworth. Is that his name? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, uh, the oh, oh, we're playing it. I'm like, come on, man. Every time, y'all, at this point, <laughs> if Nelly gets played, the whole crew looks. Check that. Dude it's out. hot in here. Oh, my gosh. But now I play it, like, to offset it. Like, yo, okay, fine. I'll play it too. <laughs> Eagles are pretty good songs. We got to talk Stockholm about Stockholm Syndrome. Too, All right. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. I'm like trapped in Nelly in Nellyville. Anyway, uh real estate developer Craig Spencer and his wife Barbara are suing Alchemy Concert Systems for an alleged quote horrific wedding nightmare costing over two million dollars. It took place uh March twenty-sixth, uh uh 2022. The lavish wedding for their daughter, Ariel Spencer on Aspen Mountain had a major audio system malfunction that led to significant delays in the wedding schedule, including cold food, a late performance by the rapper Nelly. You already, that's why your wedding, that's why you weren't going to work anyway, and issues with a 12-piece band. Stalling to give technicians time, Weiss pushed the guest 5.30 gondola ride back an hour, which moved the 6.30 p.m. wedding to 7. So the 7 p.m. cocktail hour couldn't start until 7.35, and that 8.20 p.m. entrance with the bride and groom, uh, no, not till uh, 9.15 p.m., Kev. And then mm-hmm. Nelly scheduled to play at 11.30 p.m. The rapper instead took the stage at 12.20 a.m. as he played a shortened set, good for you guys, Events on the mountain must end at 1 a.m. So the guests can ride the gondola back down before it stops. The audio crashed again. The Spencer's Kev paid $80,000 for equipment from Alchemy. $80,000. And they're also suing their wedding planner, Mindy Weiss, uh, in Los Angeles, citing other issues including too heavy chair, too heavy of chairs that hindered a traditional Jewish dance. Further complicating the narrative, the couple, Ariel Spencer and Caleb Hodge, are reportedly divorcing. This, Kev, is what happens when you have Nelly perform at your wedding. But go ahead, Kev, continue. I thought I thought Nelly was the high point. And then and then you I like how you made lemonade out of that though. You said, well, since since he had to play a shortened set that they kind of came out on top. They on win. Score. Good for you. Listen. How many songs do you want to hear? Country grammar. <laughs> Hot in here, and honestly, what else? Like real life. What oh. you want? You you want Murphy Lee to come out? You want what the hook gonna be? Is that yeah. what you want? Yes. No, you don't. For eighty grand. What do you want? You want tip drill? Is that what you want? You want them to perform <laughs> tip drill at your wedding? They play Two it songs. on K Earth. <laughs> 
Listen, listen, Nelly. Two songs and get off my stage. Let All me right? start with the the author, the the writer of this um, this article. He began the piece with this sentence. Mind you, same story. Begins with this sentence. As he reflected on the Japanese attack at Pearl Harbor, President Franklin <laughs> D. Roosevelt famously referred to December seventh, nineteen forty-one, as a date which will live in infamy. Of course, we all know that quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he then goes on, as he reflected on cold food in a concert by Nelly in court documents, real estate developer Craig Spencer less famously referred to March 26, 2022, as a day that will go down in infamy. As a red-blooded Japanese-American, <laughs> don't appreciate that shit at all. <laughs> What? <laughs> just, what? Just, just right off top. <laughs> I'm just saying. This, the creative writing is going too far, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then the, the sentence that says, begins, and then there was Nelly, which is arguably one of the most perfect sentences in the English language. <laughs> and then there was Nelly. But, oh, you know, I, I we've, we've pushed this uh, this article off, you know, quite a few times because we've ran long on other things or whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. I absolutely. think I found this right after you were talking about, um, you know, uh, being host, working weddings and stuff like that. We had, we had a couple mm-hmm. conversations mm-hmm. about that. Yep. How could this happen? I don't know. I'm, I'm reading this like... And this is the crazy thing about weddings. I'm not even thinking about the groom. I'm like, poor bride, yo. Oh, yeah. She had to be losing her brain. And, <laughs> like, and, the, and the parents, to, to and be parents, fair, even though parents, they were yeah. crazy enough to spend yeah. that much money. But, you know, it's a little girl, you know, you yeah, want to make it special. It's not happening for my little ones, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck Whoa. with that. Whoa. First of all, don't it, this is how you offend me as, as a member of my family. You ask me to pay for an $80,000 sound system. I'm right. always like, I'm already like, uh, okay, your salary. Yeah. And then I'm saying, for Nelly to perform? <laughs> Do you know I will not give you a hand in marriage ever asking me that? Like, are you kidding me? No. Yeah. You need to find another dad to walk down the aisle. I'm not doing it. Yeah, you need to you need to take this forty nine ninety five uh, Bluetooth speaker <laughs> and find a nice... Real. Nice, soft-spoken, uh, you know, poet to perform it, <laughs> right? Yeah. When I'm when I'm paying, when I'm playing Dilla at your wedding, don't say nothing. <laughs> when I'm out there, like yo, you're gonna, you're gonna, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Brotherhood Creed, <laughs> exactly like one song and off my stage, fam. Not two, one and off. The other thing that. Okay, reading this article, I had to read it a few times because it made me laugh so hard, having done so many weddings and knowing that something always goes wrong. But you sure you have to either cut stuff out, right? You can't let it snowball. <laughs> the point that I think every wedding planner I've ever worked with, the 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 golden rule is always don't fuck with Nelly's time. <laughs> don't let things snowball into a situation. In which you have to cut Nelly short. 
right? I mean, it's it's real simple. And then, but I kept laughing every time I read this because this this guy, as much as he began the article on a real stinky note, him painting the picture of the timeline getting pushed back over and over again, where the food is cold, the drinks are, the ice is melted in the drinks, the gondola is about to stop working, nobody can get home, Nelly mm-hmm. is forced to shorten his tight classic set, right? And I get. And then I realize the name of the sound system company is Alchemy, which is – I had to look this up just to make sure I wasn't tripping. It's okay. basically the pseudoscience of trying to make gold out of shit, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So why would you name your <laughs> No offense to the alchemist. We're turning uh, – yeah. We're turning this – we're going to turn your shitty wedding into something. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. You know. You, you know us- why? You know why? I got two words for you, Nah, Lee. <laughs> I'm still mad that they gave Murphy Lee the worst possible hook they could ever give a a, a crew member. <laughs> yo, uh, moving on from this. Yo, all right, man. So you know I've been on my like um, discography joint right so i had i took a little break because i've been rolling around as much but i did get back to it so <laughs> finishing jack, up. jack mccoy discography i'm just hey listen greatest television Bangers. show ever all right we all know that sound don't don't something's gonna happen and you know when they're getting ready to confess because the music the ominous oh yeah music plays as they're getting ready to confess come on it's, per- it's brilliant television <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I'm on the I'm on the the bus run show. I look, man. Y'all don't, man. Don't 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 come for me when I say this. All right. Buster Ron's records was way too damn long. Yo, I love Bus. I love him. I love Buster. But whatever. I'm I'm on I'm on Anarchy right now right now I'm on Genesis. I was listening to Anarchy right now. Okay. You know I have to listen to the the key the discography. Um, rule is you have to listen to the album all the way through. No skipping. Wow. No nothing, right? So it's taken me a couple months to get through <laughs> Buster's catalog, largely because other things happen, right? Listening to other stuff in the car. I had forgotten the last like 11 songs on Anarchy. I can't like name, legit. I can't name one song on there. I'm oh, sure man. I would recognize them, but I. Yeah, Anarchy was the, was dope. It was Fire was on there. That's, that was kind of the introduction to Dilla. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, I hate Just Blaze's beat on there, but that's a whole other thing. <sighs> Probably one of the most entertaining, got to be the most entertaining rapper ever, right? Sure. Buster Rhymes? Definitely By far, up there. Not even close. Redundancy is an issue. And, and this is some long-ass records. See, I the records was like twenty seven songs. Like it's crazy yeah, how long every did. record was. I love Bus. I heard his story. I heard him telling a story recently. Where was this? Where he was talking about when he was really like hurting. This is after mm-hmm. LONS. He would just show up at the studio. When he found out when people was going to be at the studio, right? He was cool with all the people who worked the front desk at the studios in New York. Everything's walking distance or train ride, right? And he would find out when someone he wanted to work with was going to be there. And he'd just show up. 
and he'd tell them that he was recording, you know, next studio or whatever, next next room. And um, inevitably they would invite him to to listen to something or whatever. Right. And he'd just write. And and, and so that's it's how just, he was making his bread, right? Like he was which I was like, that's brilliant. That's sense. that totally right. makes yeah. sense to it sounds like exactly like a Buster Rhymes type of thing to do, right? Yeah, because you And I don't know him at all, feature. right? Right, yeah. exactly. So you know, and yeah, and I, I've obviously love his his live show. I've said it a million times, but yeah, I never realized, I never listened to a whole. I don't know if I've listened to a Busta Rhymes record like end to end. I I'm at this point long before I did this. Anarchy was my favorite record of his. Um, that's before I really knew who Dilla was or or any of that. Like there was any significance to mm-hmm. to Dilla for me. Um. And then Genesis, uh, Six Rock was big on Genesis. Oh, okay. And when you look at that record, there's a crazy lineup of producers on that record. When you, you know, Dre was on there, Neptunes, Dilla, um, I'm pretty sure Just Blaze is on that joint. But, I mean, it was just crazy, right? Mm. Uh, but yeah, they're long, man. They're really long records. And it's, it's uh, there's and not a doing, lot to them. You know what I mean? You doing just solo records or you doing leaders? Also. No, no, I did. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. No, I've I've been avoiding um, combining the things. So I'll I'll have I'll listen to both LNS records on a separate occasion, right? Yeah. After this, it's Red Man will be the next discography I go through. But um, and I okay. won't enter the you know Red and Meth combination right. record like that's another time. You know? I got to go listen to Time again. I want to go listen to leaders yeah. of the new school rap like Freestyle Fellowship for an entire album again. Well, I'm I'm really interested in actually doing that, going back and listening to that record now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just saying like, yo, like, how do I feel about this record? Because at the time I thought it was dope and, and that was it. But there was also other records, I don't want to say that was similar, but other records that had this sort of like one and done vibe, like Yag Fu Front, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't anything beyond that that first record, right? But it had that kind of creative yep. sort of appeal to it, right? I, I wouldn't – I was going to say the Bush Babies, but I, I don't – I think the Bush Babies just sound a little more polished to me, mm. production-wise. That was, that was my intro to Dilla. Bush Babies? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I want to say that was – well, I don't, I don't know. I thought – you know, Paulson like was produced – what you call it, right? Love Song? Yeah. Or did Dilla do love song? I thought All I know is that that's what, <clears throat> because that was one of the only rap records that came out while I was at Warner early on. <clears throat> cause they were off rap cause of, cause of, um, cause of a heavy metal band. <laughs> Ice Tea. <laughs> right? Yeah. So they decided no more rap. Yeah. Um, but I remember just being around when that record was coming out. I didn't really have anything to do with it that much, but, um, I remember Fuzzy getting having JD on the phone, not to work. Yeah, um, talking about what he was what he was planning to do, and I want to say he did at least a couple tracks on there, but I'm not even sure. And then you know, Most was shined on that yeah. record too. So. Most was on that yeah. record. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, uh, Pasta News produced Love Song, so yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember being like shocked by like. Looking at the credits, like, oh snap, Posh produces. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'm almost done with the Busted discography. I, I probably got it as long as these records are. I got another month. 
and uh, and I'll move on. I, it's it's amazing how entertaining Bus is, though. Oh yeah, it's like it's. I can't think of an like equal. I mean, I could like Red Man comes to mind, right? But yeah. or or ODB. But Bus is like, like I don't think anybody can can get to that that level of of energy. Yeah, just like complete energy and entertaining rhyme. Like it's it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you're gonna get me thinking if I want to do that, but I I can't I can't I can't do it. <laughs> I just pull. Out, I'll pull out an old record and listen to it, but I can't yeah. do the discography thing. Because that's the other thing. That's the thing that's messing me up about being an old man. Is that artists that I'm sort of familiar with, you know, that whose name I recognize, they'll put out a new record, and it's really just. And I've tried to be good about at least checking out, a little, you know, skimming through them or whatever, checking out their new records and stuff and seeing if there's anything that really stands out. There's a few things I've learned. One, the the songs that stand out to me from these new artists are never the most popular records that, that, that from the, these albums. Sure. It's always not. like the least streamed, you know, like you get the play count on Spotify or whatever. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. favorite record is always the least streamed record for the most part. <laughs> um, And until I started just trying make an effort to listen to, to more, you know, new music consistently and I'm listening to more genres of music as well so it's a little bit harder it's like back right. that's the other thing I've recognized a couple things one I only listened to hip hop and R&B back in the day and I didn't listen to all R&B I hated most R&B right okay and I hated a lot of rap too so I wasn't sure. listening to that much and you couldn't right you couldn't couldn't own that much to listen to it mm. right yeah because you had to buy it so I've learned I've, I've started to realize I can't I can't do what I'm trying to do because I never did it back then. So why would why would I have the time to do it now? So there's right. that, but there's also be- recently become the realization that, oh yeah, even the people who made the records that I really love the most of all time made a lot of stinkers. Yeah. So I'm like yeah. listening to some the most popular artist out there's new record, and I'm like, this sucks. Like, oh yeah, they're allowed to make records that suck, and I'm allowed to think they suck. This is yeah. still okay. I'm just an old guy thinking that they suck. But, you know, that's cool. What am I trying no, who am I trying to prove anything to? <laughs> there's some there's definitely some 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 misses. I mean, if you do a 24 song record, it, there's going to be some there's just going to be yeah. some misses, you know? Yeah, and also like I and also the other day I just realized, oh yeah, they used to put all their dope songs up front. Top, that was the know, other thing. Top load the records, right? Like Except so the like, tribe. Oh no, no tribe, tribe balance those records go. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they had yeah. <laughs> an album's worth of dope songs, right? Yeah, Probably exactly. more than yeah. that, right? Because yeah. they would drop the album, and then you'd hear like a Mister Incognito or whatever, and be like, "What the hell is that? <laughs> Why wasn't this on a record?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah so. Word up, man. All right, man. We're going to check out of here, man. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. It's been Rap Sucks Radio. I am your homeboy, Track Life. That dude over there is your fam, Kev Mr. Incognito. Incognito. <laughs> that, joint, that joint was so fresh. I heard that was uh, Mike Nardone. Oh. I first heard that on Mike, Mike Nardone played it. Um, check us out. 
past episodes of the show, you can check us out on rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Check us out on social media, Rap Sucks Radio on Instagram and RSR Podcast on Facebook. We out of here like last year on the count of three. We say peace. Oh, don't forget, uh, Snapback Luau this Saturday, uh, 21-601 Pacific Coast Highway in Huntington Beach. That is the Sahara Bar. Uh, and also in Fullerton at Bourbon Street every Saturday, Snapback goes down. Old school hip-hop and R&B with some other stuff sprinkled in there. Like You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of one of your, your just like a 90s party. Maybe move yeah. up to the 2000s on occasion, right? I will be there. Come check me out. We out of here like last year on the count of three. We say peace. One, two, three. Peace. Peace. We out, y'all.